The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. What's happening? How you doing? Good to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. We, of course, will circle back to the leak from the Supreme Court, which is ridiculous. Should not have been a leak at the Supreme Court. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't have happened, and there it happened. Uh, we talked to Marjorie Taylor Greene about it. We're also going to um, have on Greg Abbott, the governor of the great state of Texas, in about 25 minutes, something like that. He's going to talk about it as well. He's the former attorney general in Texas. Where should uh, should abortion have been to begin with? And I've been saying it the entire show. It should have been left to the state. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Got some other nutty stories to get to. I mean, Carrie, this, we've seen this one unfold for a while, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And it just doesn't seem to stop. Yeah. And and we've got them on videotape. We see exactly who they are. And nobody's doing anything because yep. they've got some stupid change in the law in California that says you can do this all day and nobody's going to stop you because it's not a felony. It's just a slap on the wrist. And hell, why would we try to stop him? Just just let him have it on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. Ugh. What? What Isn't are you, this what are like you your Friday? Why can't we just play the Friday song or something? Okay, it's Taco yeah. Friday. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but the people in the chat room say Taco right. Tuesday. Oh, don't lie. They did. Go yell at them. I didn't do it. We're going to play it. You know it. Uh-huh. What did I lose singing? What happened there? The heck? Let's go. Now me and Polo, we'd like a hot sauce. Uh-huh. Joe Latoriso, cause he's the boss. Bring it now. Bean and cheese farts. Yes. From Carrie Larkin. Uh-huh. Stupid. She's full of corn. Come on. Stupid. Not stupid. Very mean. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pad Show. I'm eating tacos with Polo. Uh huh. Taco Tuesday. Let's go. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Taco. Exactly right. I got. I don't know what's going on with the camera situation, but we we definitely have to bring it to Polo, or else people will have a fit. Polo. Taco. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. For some reason, Sam, you're now Polo as well. I have no idea what the story is here. There's something I need to tell you something. No, <laughs> okay, no, I don't think so. Uh, so there you go. We appreciate you. Carrie's here. Polo's here. Sam is here. I am here for now. But uh, you know, Carrie's going to be weird. Three days off in a week for me. That's I weird. know. What the heck? Rubbing what is that? elbows with the elite, aren't you? I will be rubbing elbows. I have not talked to anybody this week who's not going to be there. MTG, she'll be there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Will Sean be there? 45 is going to be there. I don't think Sean's going to be there. Oh, really? Oh. Hmm. No, Linda knew about it, but um, did not say that he would be there. So I'd be surprised to see him. But of course, Dinesh, mm-hmm. his wife, Debbie, his daughter, Danielle, they're, they're all going to be there. But they're like, everybody they've talked to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to that. I'm like, really? Wow. How big is this freaking room? And is it tomorrow night? It, it's tomorrow starting at like 5.30 and it ends at like 9. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I don't understand why you're taking the rest of the week off. Because you give me really? a hard time for that. Actually, what do you, mean? you know what I mean. So the event what you mean. What do you mean? is on a Wednesday, yet you're taking right. the rest of the week off because you right. don't care about the people. I'm sorry. You need to explain that. Listen, I'm going to need you till the top of the hour. 
So, um, <laughs> no, no, no. no the, the thing is, this is a monumental birthday for my mother. I don't know that she wants me to say her, how old, but it's a monumental Maybe birthday not. for her. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't see her that often because she lives in Florida. I mean, I see her once or twice a year, which isn't enough. Sure. So I wanted to spend a little time. And, and in fact, um, was it for Easter? Anniversary? Maybe it's for my anniversary. Um, I was told, Hey, go and see your mom. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. I'll do that. It's a very good idea. But can um, you do the no, show of course, from Florida? Yes, of course I can. Mm-hmm. And ask me if I'm going to. So what's the problem? Are you going to hang out with mom? I'm probably going to be drunk. <laughs> right, yes. I'll be high, be high and crack or Mama something. Pags, yeah. No, I'm going to utilize my gift, the anniversary gift. I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy my mother for a little while. Why do you hate my mother? Oh, what's your problem? I don't. I think your mom, mother I'm so is sorry. Carrie's so rude. I'm I so, love it's horrible. your mother. She's awesome. Awesome. I was just wondering, giving you a hard time because you give me the same hard time. Carrie, we added it up last year. The 365 days, you worked 96. <laughs> That's not true. So, that is so not let's, true. You know what I mean? Let's keep that uh, ego in check if you can. <laughs> now, I'm going to take a few days off, and I don't do that often. But you know me. I'll be on social media. I'll probably put a bunch of videos oh, up. and for sure. By Friday, I'll be telling Apelka, listen, dude, I'm doing the show. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, if the plan is right now not to work. Okay. And, what, a brother doesn't need a break? Okay. I'm just saying you give me a hard time about it. I get four weeks off a year, and I take about seven days. I know. That's really, mm, you shouldn't You know what I'm going to get? I'm looking forward to this. This always happens. Some idiot's going to write me. I don't know why you have to take so many, t- so many days off. I know. I don't know you just... Or something really big's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Well, if something big happens, you know I'll jump on the air. I'll figure yeah. out how to do it from there, right? Yeah, oh, of course. So there you go. I will be off for the next few days. Going to go hobnob with the people. Hmm. And, uh, and I'll pictures. send pictures. Yes. I'll send videos. I'll... See. see, I have no idea how this thing's going to be, though. Because there's literally something called a red carpet happening. Oh, fancy. Look at you I mean, Does guys. that mean that my mom and I will be on the red carpet? Well, yes. I'm assuming. You're going to get your picture taken and yeah. We're going to be in like Vogue and GQ and stuff? No, no, no. No, you won't. Should I do the cheesy smile and, and like point like I'm looking at a bird or something? <laughs> yes, do that. Do that. What and do the things? lips. You got to do the lips. I don't think I have the lips. I think I can do the lips. Oh, that those are the lips. Okay, those are the lips. I don't think I can do that. No. All right. So uh, it'll be fun. It's going to be great. I need to spend some time with mom. It's been a while. Plus, my favorite Greek restaurant is there, so I just eat Greek every day. Mm, Yummy. The question is, am I going to have a day off or not? Because I did not take a a a carb day in the past couple of weeks, so I don't want to look like a fat pig when I go. Yeah, you gotta. um, Am I going to go nuts on like Saturday or Sunday? How do you say it? It's not a gyro. It's gyro. Whatever it is. But there's bread wow, on are, that. You are so white. What? <laughs> oh my God. You're like Casper. It's gyro. Oh, excuse me. Gyro. Okay. You I don't say gyro or gyro or gyro. No, it's gyro. Gyro. You, you oh. said everything but the right the right term. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the gyro meat? I love it. But you got to put some awesome? bread on that, don't you? I no, say no, no, go. No. I go I get, for it. I get a gyro salad with, with the extra. with your Go with Gyro salad, extra meat. Dude, not a little bread. An extra, extra tzatziki Splurge. sauce. Why not? You're on vacation. I'll bet you call it the cucumber sauce, don't you? No, I don't you, call do it you call it tzatziki? Sauce. Yes, do not. You said you said gyro or you said oh, gyro or something. <laughs> I've on. heard three or four different names for that. To all of our Greek it's listeners, I'm sorry. Opa. <laughs> all right, eight 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 nine four one pags eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven JoePags.com. The nuttiness car- uh, carry never ever. I almost called you Karen. Wouldn't that been nice, dude? No, don't you call me like a Karen, Karen to me today. The way no. that you're acting. To Don't be call me Karen. No. So it turns out if you need some goods from the mm-hmm. pharmacy, 
or from the drugstore. Head on over to San go, Francisco. Go your ass to San Francisco. <laughs> Open me that bag. Uh, from Fox News, video captured by a witness shows at least three masked thieves grabbing items off a shelf at a San Francisco area Walgreens before running out of the store. Uh, the 41-second clip has gone viral online. It's been viewed more than 1.6 million times on various social media platforms. The video begins with a woman in a pink jacket grabbing items off a shelf and putting them in a bag. Another woman near her is also grabbing items off the shelf. Uh, the two women then go to other parts of the store to grab more items. About 10 seconds in, the camera pans to show a baby in a stroller. The thieves continue to brazenly grab items off shelves as shoppers watch nearby. The two women run out of the store with large bags stuffed full of stolen goods. A man in a yellow hoodie runs out of the store behind them. At the San Mateo County Sheriff's Office as the theft happened in early April at a Walgreens in Millbrae, California, just outside San Francisco. Walgreens did not contact the Sheriff's Office to report the incident. However, a customer did call to report being hit in the arm by one of the suspects. Javier Acosta with the San Mateo County Sheriff's Office said in a statement, he went on to say deputies responded to the report but weren't able to locate the suspects. He said the victim, who was not seriously injured, declined to press charges. The San Francisco Chronicle reported in January shootings jumped 33 percent from 2020 to last year. According to the SFPD, property crime in general is up 10.4 percent in San Francisco from last year. Yeah, just so I understand, um, <sighs> you go in, you steal all you want. Nobody does anything to stop you. Walgreens decided to not even call the police. Yeah. So, I mean, what can your insurance policy look like? Feel like a, I mean, it must be through the roof. How do they even afford it? Now, what I would do, and, and I hope this suggestion makes sense to, to those who are retailers out there, move out of the city. Move out of that neighborhood. If the people there are going to disrespect you and nonstop go and steal $1,000 at a pop, nine fifty at a pop, and not get prosecuted, you're not going to call the police. You're just going to let people do it. Just close down. Leave the neighborhood. Why would you ever want to do business there? Stop. Stop doing business there. It's over for them. You don't get to have a nice Walgreens there. And then I don't want to hear about underserved neighborhoods, underserved this and that. Stop stealing stuff or put police officers in every freaking store and arrest that ass when they come in and steal something. This is You're never going to fix it unless you, you, you show force and show that you think it's illegal. They're literally telling the bad guys, we don't find this to be illegal. Go ahead and do it. What are you going to say? I was just going to say, how crazy is this? I mean, thinking just from a couple of years ago, that wouldn't happen. That doesn't happen in this Would country. never happen. That happens all the time in California now. And nobody's yep. doing anything about it. It's not going to stop if nobody's not going to do anything. The defund the police movement started this. The whole social justice movement started this. Burning down 300 businesses in Minneapolis started this. And they're just continuing it. And you got Gavin Newsom out there at his, at his high... High-class parties where he forgets about anybody else and doesn't wear a mask when he tells everybody else to. And, and now he's going to make sure legislation is there so you can abort all the babies you want. And they're ignoring crime as if it isn't happening. It, it, we're living in like a sewer. It doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. Send me an email there or sign up for the social media. Your thoughts on what needs to happen. I mean, I think what I said is pretty cut and dried. You put a police officer in every store and arrest that ass. And once word gets out that you're going to arrest people, they're going to stop walking in and shoplifting. Nobody is stopping it. And why would you want to be an employee at one of these businesses where criminals can come in and do anything they want, anytime they want? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 
go. Appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. The Joe Pag Show, 888-941-7247. These cities and states are allowing people to walk in and be criminals up to $1,000.950 is what the cutoff is in California. Nobody's adding it up, by the way. Carrie, it's not like they're stopping by the, the cash register and they go, okay, you're no. at 976. I oh. have to put a few things back. <laughs> of course not. No. You know what I mean? Nope. No, no, no. They just take what they and want. And no prosecution. Yeah. No calling the police. Person's injured as they run out. Mm-hmm. She's not going to press charge. Everybody's afraid of the criminals. Yeah. Screw that, man. Forget awful, that. Awful, awful. Ain't going to happen. And, and again, if I'm a business, I pull out of that neighborhood. And then you've got, you know, like in Minneapolis where there was looting and all sorts of rioting and burning down businesses. Then you've got the so-called civil rights leaders who are not, by the way, showing up to say, well, uh, Home Depot isn't in the, in, the, in the much needed area where it should be. And you don't have a target there. Anymore. Right. You burn the target down. So you don't get to have one. It's kind of how it works. You want the target? Go there, work there, buy stuff there. Don't burn it down. Good. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, and there are also stories, you know, New York City, the same way I know of a couple who went to New York to celebrate their anniversary. And they were afraid the whole time. Um, the man said he was always on guard. He's always trying to protect his wife to make sure nothing was going to happen to them. They weren't going to get, uh, you know, accosted. And they did not have a good time. They did not have a good time at all because they were always worried. Right. You, you know, um, when, when Curtis Lewa, who is the originator, the founder of the Guardian Angels, warns me not to go to New York, where I'm from, yeah, yeah, I think that you, you probably know, there, you know there's something going on. Yeah. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you, fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is a powerfully simple Business checking and unlike traditional banking, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. With seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more, sign up right now for Novo for free. Join the community of over 150,000, it's a lot of them, fearless small businesses who have found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash PAGS, novo.co slash PAGS. Plus, because you listen to my program, get over $5,000 in perks and discounts. That's novo.co slash PAGS to sign up for free. Novo Platform Incorporated is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. We go to the phone lines. A lot of other people are very, very upset about the decimation of our cities and the ignorance of our laws. Let me go to it and say hello and welcome to Bob in Colorado. Bob, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I was going to tell you the whole story about what happened to me getting sucker punched in Chicago, but I think the more important important point is when the EMTs got there to look me over, they said, this is why we don't take the subway. And I thought, what a terrible thing to say. Why don't you take your subways back? What do you mean this is why you don't take the subway? Can you imagine that, thought, that you, you, you just seed the subway or seed some street or seed some neighborhood to the bad guys? Yeah, you guys can just have it. That's weird. What else are they going to give away? What's next? Well, like first, it, well now it's, it's the drugstores and now it's the subways. What's next? What else are we going to give away? Well, I think whatever the, the criminals will take as much as you give them, and they'll stop it absolutely. once you tell them we're not going to take it. And that's really what it is. Bob, I, I, I appreciate that, and you're absolutely right. Again, courtesy what tells me, what does he say, Carrie? He says that I should wear a full-body prophylactic, mm. um, uh, bulletproof yeah. full-body prophylactic. So, well, yeah. I'd rather just not go then. I know. <laughs> and now I have been home. invited to New York in like June, and I don't know if I'm mm. going to go. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. 
Let me go back out. It's going to be uh, Patrick in Florida. Patrick, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. I'm doing good down here in South Florida. Listen, I spent a lot of time in Central America and uh, places that were relatively dangerous, and I was always armed, usually with a knife. And it really surprises me that in California, especially like Rodeo Drive, these places where they have uh, really expensive jewelry stores, why they don't have armed guards, I do not understand. And I don't want to sound uh, violent or nasty, but you shoot a couple of them, I think it'd slow them up a little bit, and maybe they wouldn't have so many robberies going on. Well, as long as you have the reason to shoot them. If they, if they threaten your life, then you can certainly shoot them. But, Patrick, I'd have to say, I think Rodeo Drive and like where you're from, Worth Avenue, probably they do have armed guards there. The, the upscale, the higher, you know, the higher salary, the higher income, the higher um, um, wealth areas are going to have armed guards. But you're talking about in parts of San Francisco where they don't have them and people are walking in and robbing, are robbing them blind. And it's absolutely nuts to me that we continue to do that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. People calling in probably getting the show an hour late, but uh, the, the Supreme Court, this release of this brief of this um, draft opinion is certainly the, the news of the day. So we'll take a couple of calls on that. Uh, Felipe, Texas, talk to me. Hi. Yes, uh, Joe, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. You're doing a great job. And Thank you. Oh, well, I just wanted to say that uh, I don't always agree with uh, the Supreme Court, especially when they, like, for instance, the mass mandate, and they having to, like, they, they shouldn't um, take things like that because they take away our liberties. You yes. know, and, and with this abortion deal, yeah. they should have never... Uh, they, they should never uh, have done the Roby. They should have never uh, permitted them to get the, that um, that case. They should have just sent it back to the states, like you said, because in yes. the Constitution, that's that's exactly how it reads. And um, but I think they do it because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are very, how can I say, they're very um, <clears throat> they lean to one side and they think that no matter what, even if the Constitution says this, we're going to lean to this side and, and that's it. Right. So they don't want to go by the Constitution. I would, you know, Felipe, you're right. I mean, the people on the, on the left, the political left in this country, do not think the Constitution is a foundation in stone. It is. It's a foundation in stone. The only way to change the Constitution is through the amendment process. It's not living. It's not breathing. It's not moldable. It's not, I can make law from the bench. It is in stone. It is the rock foundation, the cornerstone of this representative republic. They would say democracy. Um, if you want to change it, you have to amend it. And they're trying to, quote unquote, codify the, um, the right to an abortion in the Constitution. They can't because they don't have the votes. And now they're talking about getting rid of the filibuster again so they can get enough votes to kill the unborn child. The whole thing is nuts. What the court needs to do is what I said earlier. Go ahead and put the opinion out. This is it. This is our ruling. Send it back to the states. This was unconstitutional to begin with. We never should have. Uh, we never should have gone there. Now, when we come back, it'll be the former attorney general, the now governor of the great state of Texas, Greg Abbott. He's going to talk about this, the leak from the SCOTUS, what Roe v. Wade really did say and what it didn't say. Plus, we'll talk the border and much more. Keep it here. Joe Pags.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always an absolute pleasure to have this guy back. He is the governor of the great state of Texas, Republican Greg Abbott. Greg, how are you? Good to, good to talk to you. I'm, I'm doing well, Joe. Great to be back with you. It's always a pleasure. You know that I've got a bunch of stations in Texas, 16, I think, uh, but we're on 105 plus now around the country, and the country is watching something beyond Texas and beyond the border, which I want to get into in earnest with you in a moment. But late last night, we all found out that somebody leaked, probably a staffer with one of the Supreme Court justices, a draft opinion that was from February that said the Supreme Court is ready to overturn Roe v. Wade, saying that it was never constitutional. Let, let's just start from the start. Just give me your thoughts on the possibility of overturning this and making it a state's right, which it, sh- which it should have been to begin with. Then I want to get into the, into the leak afterwards. When you heard about it, what did you think? Well, listen, uh, we, we've been uh, arguing and, and talking all along as though uh, Roe v. Wade uh, would be stricken down because uh, it is most appropriately handled by the state. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what uh, that draft of that opinion said. Uh, we think that is the likely outcome here. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, uh, listen, Texas is a pro-life state. Uh, I know your, uh, your show is on in other states, but yeah. for, for those unfamiliar uh, with Texas, my first election for governor was a referendum on the issue of abortion. Many people outside Texas will remember Wendy Davis, who filibustered an abortion bill in Texas to try to prevent restrictions on abortion. She was hailed uh, as the abortion savior, uh, but she lost to me by 20 percentage points. Right. The same fate will meet with Beto on the campaign trail, uh, who is even worse on the abortion issue than Wendy Davis was. And so uh, I think this is going to be a monumental decision that will come out, uh, if it does come out, uh, that will be transformative. Uh, for uh, this issue. Uh, but here, you know, the uh, key issue, Joe, uh, is whether or not the opinion actually will come out. We yeah. need to wait and see. Well, what's interesting about it, it's Governor Greg Gabbard, Republican of the great state of Texas, is the Constitution, and you and I have talked about this a lot, the Constitution is not difficult to read. It's actually very, very uh, uh, upfront and, and very basic. I mean, I guess there is some flowery language from back in the day, but it's pretty basic when you read it. It says in the Tenth Amendment, anything not covered in this document goes back to the states. That is not controversial. Why do you think in your heart of hearts in 1973, the Supreme Court made this really dumb decision that for some reason women have the privacy right to not have government intrude in their health care decisions, even though abortion clearly is not health care, you're getting rid of an unborn child. Why do you think they made that decision when abortion doesn't appear at all in the Constitution? Well, and you're hitting the key point that must be emphasized, and, and that is uh, it, because it was not mentioned in the Constitution, uh, it was the responsibility of the state. So remember this, for, for the overwhelming majority of the time that the United States has, has existed, this has been an issue that has been decided by states. If the federal government uh, wanted to regulate it federally, they've had ample opportunity to do so and have never been able to do so. For reasons which we cannot explain, the Supreme Court, who was elected by ex- nobody, uh, decided that they would regulate it themselves. This is an issue that's to be regulated by people who are elected to represent the people of their state or their country. And so it's, so it's appropriate uh, that it go to the states under the 10th Amendment, or if, if Congress wants to try to pass a law on it, Congress can try to pass a law on it. 
and, and it would be thrown up at the Supreme Court almost immediately because, again, it doesn't appear in the Constitution. What's interesting is you're the governor of the great state of Texas, one of the biggest states in the union, and you, you don't want abortion to be legal. You want it to be illegal. I agree with you. You're a pro-life guy. In California, Gavin Newsom is a pro-choice or a pro-abort guy, and he wants there to be a constitutional amendment in California that says abortion is legal here. That's the way you do it, right? Right. California and New York, they will have one approach to it. You know, Texas and other states will have a different approach to it. That's what America is all about. Same thing uh, involves almost every issue. I mean, look, Texas and California are almost polar opposites yes. on the political spectrum. And our policies show that way. And, and people are choosing actually to leave California and to come to states like Texas. Uh, and so people will have a chance to make their decision. People will have a chance to, to cast their vote. Uh, but we, we've seen the outcome of votes in Texas when abortion is the primary issue on the ballot. By the way, Californians, you're welcome to come here to the great state of Texas, but leave your voting and your voting record behind. Make sure that you realize how bad it got there because of how you were voting. It's Greg Abbott, the Republican governor of the great state of Texas. Go to gregabbott.com. He's running for re-election as well. One last question on that. You are the attorney general. Some of these briefs, some of these things that you're talking about behind the scenes should not be leaked. Somebody leaked this and I think put five justices in harm's way. And I think probably are going to cause a lot of loud, violent, raucous protesting because of that leak. That's illegal, isn't it, Greg, to, to release this thing to the public? You know, uh, I haven't looked at the law on it, but it, it either is illegal or should be illegal, and the person who did it, who is likely one of the clerks, uh, should be uh, disbarred. Uh, but listen, this is a hijacking of, of the decision. Yes. Remember, we're, we're, we, we've seen this draft opinion, but we don't know the outcome uh, of the court's vote on it. Uh, and this was, I believe, an effort to try to intimidate the court uh, from voting in favor of this opinion. And, and that is wrong and should be prosecuted. Uh, but I think there's another answer here, and that is uh, to avoid the intimidation. The Supreme Court should issue this opinion immediately. Uh, if the dissenters want to take time to write their dissent, they, they can issue it later on. Right. But a majority of justices on the court who support this decision should issue this decision immediately. You know, I think that's that's great advice. I think that you're absolutely right about that. John Roberts, the chief justice, has already said the FBI needs to investigate this, find out who did it. But I agree with you. Go ahead and put the opinion out there. This is how we ruled. Uh, and have at it. it, it why, why allow somebody to try to intimidate you? It's Greg Abbott, the Republican governor of the great state of Texas. Let's talk about the border. I've had um, uh, Carrie Lake on many times. She wants to be the next governor of the great state of Arizona. She's had very nice things to say about you. But she's talking about taking a very different tactic in Arizona, putting the National Guard on the border like you have, loaded guns, and, and tell people, you come here, we're going to lock you up, or we're going to, at gunpoint, make you go back. Can you do that as a, as a state governor or not? Well, let me tell you what we are doing, which sounds very similar to what she's talking about. So, especially for your audience outside of Texas, we have about 10,000 National Guard on the border who are armed uh, and who have actually turned back well over 15,000 people already. Wow. So it sounds like they're doing exactly like what she's talking about. But, but the National Guard is keeping stats on how many people they turn back, uh, and it grows in number every single day. Well, I guess the problem that people have, and this is, I think, why you were challenged. And between you and me, I even called my friend Ted Nugent and said, why are you backing somebody else? This is the guy. Um, and the challenge seemed to be because they, they at least perceived your reaction on the border to not be enough. Can the state do more than you're already doing? I understand naturalization and immigration are in the Constitution, and they're under the guise of the federal government. But, Greg, they're not doing their job. You know they're not. And if they're not doing their job and your state is being invaded, don't you have the right to do more? 
Well, let me explain what we are doing. Sure. So you and your audience knows, and, and that is uh, it, we have done more than any other state in the history of the country has ever even done. So Texas is building our own border wall. Uh, we have deployed the National Guard and DPS officers to the border to either turn back people who are trying to come across illegally or actually arrest people who have made it across uh, into our state, who are trespassing into our state. And, and we cleared out uh, several prisons and converted them into jails to jail these people that we are arresting. And now Texas is, is building on border wall, as I pointed out. And we're in addition to that, we've laid down mile after mile after mile of razor wire uh, on the river uh, to, to make sure that uh, people will not be able to come on shore. And then importantly, Joe, this last thing I'm going to mention, and that is uh, we've entered into agreements with governors of the Mexican states across the board from Texas, where they are now themselves uh, going to be uh, securing their own border. Now, they have obtained from us razor wire that they're putting on their border. They've had their law enforcement out on their border like we have on our border, collaborating with our law enforcement officers so that on both sides of the border, we're working to reduce illegal border crossings. I voted for you many times. I'm going to vote for you again. I'm not campaigning for you, Greg, but I do want to, I want to bring this up, and you didn't. Um, the cartels, uh, according to a news story I saw either late last night or early this morning, are so unhappy with how hard it is to get into Texas, there's word that they're going to move the operation to New Mexico. Did you hear that? I have heard that, and, and that is one uh, thing that we anticipated would occur uh, from our efforts because we are putting up resistance. Uh, one of our goals, Joe, was to make sure that the cartels are losing money. People need to understand almost everybody comes across the border, comes across the border with the assistance of the drug cartel. Right. We want to put the cartels out of business in Texas. If we do that, uh, we figure the cartels would likely be taking their business to New Mexico or to some other state. Uh, we just want them out of Texas. Republican governor of the great state of Texas, Greg Gavitt. Let me ask you about Title 42. This, I believe, was a Carter-era title that we, that was used back then. It went sort of by the wayside. Trump said, we need Title 42 back. The CDC, who listens to the executive, said, oh, sure, we'll give you Title 42 back because of the pandemic and because if somebody comes across the border and can't prove that they're healthy, they should be sent back. When my grandfather came in 1928, he had to prove at Ellis Island that he was healthy or else he couldn't get in. This isn't really controversial. Why do you think that the Biden administration wants to get rid of Title 42? 42. And are the numbers real that it could be 18,000 people a day will come across once Title, Title 42 goes goes away? And that's just 18,000 illegally, forgetting those who we do see uh, who, do, who get around us or come legally. Title 42, talk to me about that. Right. Well, so listen, the real reason why Biden wants to get rid of Title 42 is because they truly support open border policies. Remember, he ran as president and talked uh, at these debates about having open border policy. Right. He, he has sent a message across the world, if you want to come in illegally into the United States, come on in because they're not going to stop you. Uh, but on the, the sheer numbers, get this. And so uh, it is uh, Biden's own Department of Homeland Security that put out the number that it could be 18,000 people coming across the border illegally per day. Uh, make that on an annual basis. That's more than 6 million people. In Texas, our largest city uh, is Houston, um, we, it took more than 100 years to build the city of Houston, right. uh, but in one year, we would have an additional Houston uh, added to the population of the state of Texas from the people coming across the border illegally. This is unacceptable. It is unmanageable. And that's exactly why Texas is doing more than any state has ever done, using tools and strategies that no one's even imagined before to try to secure a border. In fact, Joe, going back to what I said before, I'm the only government official in America that has negotiated with leaders in Mexico to try to bring a closure to the border. Our own president, asleep at the wheel, 
is doing no negotiation with Mexico to try to stop the, the illegal importation of illegal immigrants into our country. You're the governor of the, of the state with the largest border with Mexico. Have you heard from the Biden administration? Have you talked with Mayorkas? I mean, do you talk with the Border Patrol ever? Uh, I know that with Trump, you guys were always in contact. You didn't have to go and make deals with the Mexican states because Trump had the stay in Mexico policy where the president of Mexico agreed to it. Have you talked to this administration at all? Joe, it's been actually over a year wow. since I've talked to the administration. I had a conversation with Mayorkas uh, and a couple of other officials uh, early on in the Biden administration, but it was more than a year ago today uh, that we last spoke. They don't want to talk to us. And remember, we have a czar who's, who's only uh, taken a casual trip, not even close to where the actual action is on the border. And we have a president who's never been to the border ever, yeah. despite this being the, the biggest disaster, a disaster that he himself has created. Never been there. And the president himself has never called me to talk to me about it. That's stunning. He's afraid of it. Well, well, he's either afraid of it or, as you said, he is an advocate for open borders and is going to ignore it until we have six million you know, illegal uh, aliens in this country. You know, my kids go to school in public school in Texas, as you know, Greg, and, and my, my little girl is in elementary school. And I think they have 12 or 16 portables that are extra classrooms just for children in ESL classes. English as a second language. Now, you you know that you're not ethnocentric. Neither am I. We love Latinos. We love everybody. Um, in fact, you're, you're married to somebody who is of Hispanic heritage. Um, so it's not about not liking people who don't speak English. My grandfather came, didn't speak very good English either. But we're talking about public tax dollars, public property tax dollars going to fund these schools to teach children who are 5, 6, 7, 10 years old who don't even have remedial English skills. This is a real burden on communities. What can you do about that? Well, it's extraordinary. First, uh, you oversimplified it. It's, it's, we're not just dealing with people who speak Spanish. Joe, we, we have people coming in from 155 different countries across the entire globe. Right. Uh, I'm sure that your audience has heard about the, the bus program that we have where we're uh, putting people on buses and sending them to Washington, D.C., and we have these forms that we give to them, uh, and we, we provide forms in Spanish, but we quickly, quickly realized we, there were languages we didn't even know about right. that these people spoke. Uh, and so think of what they're trying to grapple with in our schools. Uh, it's, it's not just Spanish that teachers have to uh, deal with these kids on. It's, it's multiple other languages. And so uh, the, the challenges put on our public systems is extraordinary. Uh, know this, and that is Texas already long ago sued the federal government uh, about having to uh, incur the cost uh, of that education program. Yes. It's a, a case called Plyler versus Doe. Uh, and the Supreme Court ruled against us uh, on the issue about denying uh, or let's say Texas having to bear that burden. I think we will resurrect that case uh, and, and challenge this issue again because the expenses are extraordinary and the times are different than when Plyler versus Doe was issued many decades ago. Very, very basically, Plyler versus Doe means if your kid is in the district, the kid gets a free public, uh, a public education. And of course, that burden goes right. to wherever that district is, and you are rightful in going after the federal government saying, no, 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 you've got to, you've got to pay us back. And I think it would be smart to go back and reissue that. Um, uh, let me, uh, last question I want to ask you about is uh, this uh, fourth generation Irishman who is, for some reason, pretending to be Hispanic, Beto O'Rourke. Um, and again, and, and I'm not saying that to be funny. This guy's all of his bumper stickers, all of his billboards just say B-E-T-O. When I work out at the gym, Greg, I've got people who literally said to me, no, 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 his mother's from Mexico. They think that he is Hispanic, and I think that's a ploy to try to get the Hispanic vote, which they're not going to get because, as we're finding out, the Rio Grande Valley and a lot of other parts of Texas that are heavily Hispanic and Latino are, in fact, conservative and are, in fact, uh, you know, they, they lean Republican. Having said all of that, what is the story with this guy? He lost the, the Senate race. He lost in the presidential 
presidential race, but it, it seems as though he thinks he's owed something. And I've noticed that he is he has actually leaned into your um, side of some issues recently. Like he just suddenly doesn't want to take guns away now, and suddenly he wants to focus on the border. Which none of those things are true, Greg. You know that he's lying. But he is gonna. He got four million votes against Ted Cruz. How do you stave off? this attack by somebody who is well-funded from outside of Texas who thinks he's owed the job? Well, all we really need to do is play videotapes of what he himself said yeah. uh, when he talked about supporting open border policies, when he told people, heck yes, he was going to come and take your gun, uh, when he supported the Green New Deal, when he uh, talked about uh, defunding the police. Uh, and all of these strategies are strategies that Hispanics in Texas are strongly against. Yeah. And Hispanics in Texas also are strongly pro-life. And so I think Beto is going to confront the same challenges that Wendy Davis confronted and trying to win over voters. Uh, and it's just simply not going to work. He, he's campaigning in a state where he has a record for the things he said when he was running for president yep. that are contrary to the values of the people of Texas. And, and the only other value that he is showing is that he's dishonest. Yep. And Texans see through that. And they see the, the dishonesty uh, they projects every time he changes positions uh, on all these different issues. It's Governor Greg Gabbard, Republican in the great state of Texas. I can't thank you enough for the time. I will, I, I will happily vote for you again, and hopefully people got some insight into what it is that you're doing. Greg, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. Take care. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Right, great to have you the Joe Pags Show. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com. If you missed any of my interviews with Greg Abbott or Marjorie Taylor Greene, they'll be posted on Rumble after the program. Pop culture. Yep. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. What's happening? So, apparently, I, I didn't realize this, but this whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing is continuing. Um, her lawyer had tried to see if they could get the whole thing tossed out. Uh, after his side had rested their case, but uh, the judge said no. And so now her side is, is going to be told in the court, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, he was so intriguing in what he said. I'm not surprised they didn't, they didn't kick it out. Very, very interesting. All right, yeah. appreciate you, Polo. That's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Actually, we'll see you soon. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.